The following program is an MLWRadio.com production. Hey buddies. Hey buddies. Tis I Marty. Tis I Sarah. And this is Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling on the MLW Radio Network. Um, no plugs this week. We're not we're not uh, trying to sell. If you've been anything. following the news, it's been kind of a wild week. <laughs> it's been a week, and, uh, especially um, here in the United States, but also everywhere. Still dealing with the pandemic. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Uh, I wasn't sure if we should do the podcast. Uh, but who pushed firmly for Sarah it? Sarah <laughs> said, "Let's do this. Let's give." And I, I there are podcasts I listen to where. Uh, obviously, listen to podcasts for news, which I think mm-hmm. is important. Um, Knowledge Fight, Useful Idiots, The Press Box, those are some good ones. Um, but I but I do listen to some stuff that I'm just like, I just need to take my mind off of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if we could be one of those podcasts, that's awesome. Uh, of course, you know, um, yeah, this week has just been um, eye-opening. Um, even for, you know, people who thought they had an idea of what was going on and things yes. like that. It's yes. been eye-opening, and I hope uh, more eyes are opened. Um, it's interesting where, you know, people who I thought might not care about this or might have, uh, you know, opposing views have, have come out and said some interesting stuff and, and positive stuff. And Yeah, I've seen um, a lot of people try to kind of stand up for this movement for Black Lives Matter. Yeah. They're, they're saying it for the first time, yeah. whereas years ago, you'd, people would go dark. Yep. And seeing the support is really heartening. It's also a very complicated, so complicated. volatile situation. And um, I'm really proud of the people that I've seen uh, stepping up to yeah. support and, and all the kindness I've seen from one another. And, it, and it's not... Uh, I mean, every little bit helps from people. Uh, hopefully, everybody it, that is able to donate has donated some money our pin tweet right now at marty sarah pod on twitter is a thread of just a bunch of useful resources they originally sent out in an email from io chicago so props to the team who put it together um there's free stuff you can do petitions there's donations places you can put money feel free to add to the thread if you've got some favorite places i know like a lot of libraries need support a lot of um development centers people are delivering groceries all that stuff it's like that mr rogers thing look for the helpers when things are crazy when they're violent when they're out of hand there you'll always find people who are trying to help and in some small way we want to help by giving you an hour of entertainment but at the same time keep having conversations take care of yourself take care of each other absolutely um musafa ali has been somebody that I already followed on Twitter, but that's like that's the that's the Twitter uh, follow if you aren't already at Ali WWE. Uh, he's having, I mean, just like open dialogue with people who it's just unbelievable. Uh, some of the conversations that he's had on Twitter with people. So yeah, uh, seeing the patience of people who take the time to explain. Yes everything from all different perspectives and all the information like we can only help each other with more more knowledge sharing and uh, being polite check out the rocks video i'm trying to keep this wrestling centric check out the rocks video Uh, i hear kevin nash is doing some fun stuff blocking uh people who are idiots but he blocked me for (laughs) saying it was the anniversary of when he um misused the word uh adjective uh and you and i got blocked for it but that's okay you teased him but you know what i told him he did a good job as uh as big uh hank cramlin big hank cramlin on detroiters at uh, at wrestle at uh uh um, was it starcast this year Starcast, the first one so that was good um also uh boogie dog here in chicago uh our buddy dave lasso uh and his crew they uh do like you know just amazing uh delicious food creations food creations and they're doing a whole lot uh, of good in chicago delivering groceries just look up boogie dog here and there and what what did we order this weekend the heart attack, which is like uh, d- just a chili dog with all the works that also it was a had chili like dog, but on the, a donut the bun, bun was like a donut. And Wild. then uh, the new day, which was a corn dog, but it was funfetti. Very fun. And then uh, they had casseroles, like all kinds of stuff. They do uh, brunch deliveries. I'm not sure when the next one's coming up because mm-hmm. it takes coordination. And right now they've been doing donations all over town of food and supplies. So uh, props to the people with cars yeah. that are offering to help. Um I know our buddy Scrump reached out in case we needed something. Yeah. Everyone's been so kind to each other. Hey, when are we going to talk about DDP yoga? I, it's look at my list right here. It is. Is it next? It's next. Wow, I came, home, I came home for a walk today. Also, uh, 
try to you know i know it's 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 like we've already forgotten about corona which is crazy don't um, forget about corona be no, safe wash your hands still be safe but, masks uh, fresh I mean, summer air this is a pressure cooker uh, a lot of people are, are feeling it right now. I always say it on the podcast, NAMI.org, for uh, anybody who's battling mental illness who needs to talk to somebody, uh, NAMI.org. Spread that one around. and um, Don't feel weak for feeling scared no. or depressed or angry. You don't angry. have to have the answers. You don't have to know what to do during all this. Yeah, just do um, your best. Just do your best. Um, you know, Don't believe every – and this goes for uh, whatever your, your – political ideology is uh there's a lot of people who just are putting out just fake information just, right yeah, now bad information uh, it's kind of it's very chaotic before you you know retweet you know what i see a lot of sarah and i used to love the president show on oh uh, comedy, uh, central. comedy central the and guy uh, james Adominium. anthony anthony yes, yes Adominium. Adominium. uh but he did a bit where he was dressed as as uh trump and he was out in the streets and like a little <laughs> black kid was like i don't like you you're not good and people are still like i still love when someone did this to trump and it's like you're you're retweeting a, a tv show like you gotta yeah you, know, yeah, you gotta yeah. pump the brakes uh, I'd love to see Vince say more. He's uh, supposedly Martin Luther King's his hero. Yeah. Uh, and you'd think a guy who's hero is Martin Luther King would do more than a, a retweet. Uh, also, but there's been a lot of pointing out of misuse of the memory of Martin sure, Luther King where sure, it's like, sure, you know, sure, sure, the, his sure. ending was not this is, justifiable. This is going to be an interesting time uh, in, in history where uh, you're already seeing people, you know, uh, Drew Brees, the football player who was like, you know, I stand by the flag and just completely didn't get the whole point. Of of players taking a knee in the NFL, but and that people had talked to him. You sure, said. sure, and he he's you know walking it back. But it's it's going to be interesting. This is, you're going to see uh, you know a lot of people who I mean you know people's uh, the way they feel about this is going to be expressed, and, and it's and, okay at any point to change for the better. Like hey, it's a hundred percent acceptable. Hey. I think we've all had times where we didn't have the full story, said some things we might have regretted, did some things we might have regretted. It's never too late to make a positive change. If you didn't grow up uh, as a as a, a boy in Indiana smoking weed, listening to NWA, and being like, "This is my," I think I understand what's going on yeah, out there. It's like, no, I don't think you did. No, 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 no. I did more so than listening to NWA as a kid. Oh, but you picked up on I it. I picked up. I remember when See, there was in the Indiana, LA riots. I was with all the people who didn't know what was going when on. When there were the LA riots in Indiana, everyone's like, "What are they so mad about?" And I'm like. Have you guys not watched Boys you in the Hood? You studied Have it. Have you not listened to NWA? Oh my NWA? gosh, that's really impressive now, to me that you like now, were listening oh yeah, then now, and understanding. Uh, like on Twitter, Ice Cube and Ice T also really good follows during this. It's it's isn't it kind of crazy that you were growing up with people you can <laughs> still see? It's but one of the social things, media is one wild. of the things that I wanted to say, getting back to uh, you know your mental well being and all that stuff is. Uh, try to get uh, some exercise during this time. Mm -hmm. Get out there. Don't just lay around. That is depression loves that. We know that sunlight and fresh air yeah. is the only thing we can count <laughs> on. Is like it's good for you. It's free. It's, it's good. Free. It's good. It Pop feels on good. some headphones. Either listen to this podcast, another podcast, music. I love walking, listening to music. And when I did that today to get my uh, my ten thousand steps, which I try to do. Almost every day, I great. came home and you had told me that you did DDP yoga. So my morning was a little wild. I got up. There's been a very nice woman in my company who's been doing free yoga classes twice a week, 20 minute yoga flow, 730 in the morning, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And today she announced this is the last class. And she's like, I'm going basically back to getting paid to teach yoga. So she was doing our company a favor. Anyone could drop in. I grew to really like them. And the even getting up early to know that I was going to immediately have some physical activity, some sunshine through the windows. Well, about two hours after that last 20-minute yoga flow, DDP goes live on Facebook. And he's like, I don't know. Facebook was like, we think you'll like this. Mm -hmm. And they were totally right. He's on his mat. And he's like, we're going to do a, a workout right now. And I was like, I just worked out like two hours ago. But I've always wanted to do DDP yoga. And I've always wanted to look into it. And now it's happening. And it's coming at a time where I've been very focused on my fitness. Yeah. And you're, you're experienced with yoga. You've been doing yoga. I've been doing yoga for you about six years. You said he renames years. a lot of the positions to wrestlers' names? This is, oh my gosh. It's, I loved it. It was 40 minutes. 
he was having encouraging people to donate to Cauliflower Alley, which yes. is the former wrestlers and which boxers. I see we did. I was in our, yeah, I was checking the email. I yep, see we I made a donation. To, that's great. Hey. I'm going a little donation hey. crazy these days, but those what are, are all, you going to do? Those are all my friends I watch and shoot interviews and, and uh, old pro wrestling. They uh, deserve this week. it. I want to give them more. They still have on their blessed website like an optimistic meetup in October <laughs> scheduled. Yeah. And hey. I'm like, more power to it. I hope it happens and be safe. But... Uh, He's such a fun yoga instructor. He's made yoga very fun in that there's a little bit of that like structure of like you're supposed to count down with him. I don't mm-hmm. always count out loud, especially when I'm alone here. But yeah. if I were there, I'd be trying to really impress him with my I enthusiasm. would like to hear you do that. Three, two, nice. two. So he has like um, all the things about yoga that I think would potentially turn off people like former wrestlers mm-hmm. and like people who don't really want to do the fuddy-duddy like oh we're in corpse pose and yeah. now we're in child's position child's pose he calls like the safety zone nice he does a lot of touchdown he does the cutter he does hulk up yeah he calls warrior one and warrior two road warrior one and two <laughs> that's awesome and it's just like you're really rewarded if you're a wrestling fan but also it's like the best of like that kind of beach body style yoga where it's like you're doing the positions, but it's more focused on strengthening. Yeah. And there are a couple times where I was like, this might be too hard for me, but he really is like, I'm 64 years old. If I can do it, you can do it. At one point he like slid a little bit and was like, ah, my mat's all sweaty. Yeah, like, that's fun. You want a yoga instructor that you feel like, uh, is yeah. human. And it was great. There you go. And if you go onto the DDP yoga website, I believe there's a code for one week free. I'm going to tweet out some information, but um, I was really glad I did that today finally. And Excellent. if you enjoyed DDP yes. yoga, tweet at us, tell us, tag him. I'm sure you'd like to hear it. Oh, and real quick, we had, we mentioned last week that we're going to watch uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. And then do a, a Patreon uh, podcast. You know, it was not, we, we were. It'll happen watching when other it stuff happens. This past weekend. We'll yes. probably do it this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I just. Uh, I love doing that stuff, and it's kind of nice to have it on the horizon. So hey, it's on the horizon for hey, all of us. Yeah, hey, you guys done? I'm gonna. It, it's uh, oh. oh, AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, baby. AJ Styles. Wow, I welcome got, to I, the podcast. So I, I hear you're not. You didn't do. You didn't do any any sponsors or nothing like that. We did like some shout outs, so kind of. Because I was supposed to do the Dairy Queen read. Oh yeah, you were in yeah. those Dairy Queen commercials I love where it. you surprised I love, the family. Oh my god, now, I love Dairy Queen. At the time Queen. when yeah. those first came out, mm-hmm, I was a little mm-hmm. bit like, uh, boy, not social distancing. You're like touching these people. Now right. I'm just not even thinking well, about any we, of it. Well, we we filmed it a couple months ago. Get yeah. ready for the 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 two for four dollars super snack mix and match. Any two, I mean. Okay. And again, I don't want to get. I don't want to do an ad because I know. Don't have I know you guys got stuff to do and everything, but just like, I don't know, man. Just like, would it hurt if you had a, a cheeseburger and maybe some uh, some pretzel sticks with uh, zesty queso? Okay, you know what I mean. Okay, hold on. Dairy Queen is serving pretzel sticks with yeah. zesty queso. Oh, I feel like that's uh-oh. like. I think I think somebody is coming to Dairy Queen real soon with me. I just feel like that's a weird combination. It's a phenomenal combination. Say like nacho cheese, zesty queso with zesty pretzel queso. sticks. Yeah. I don't know. How about our new chili dog? Not to be confused with our old what chili dog. What was the dog. old chili dog? Like AJ I, legally, Styles? Legally, I can't get into it. But we can look it up on the internet. It was probably smaller. That looks like a big fat chode. <laughs> Excuse me. That hey, that you know what? Chili dog listen, listen. Looks like a big fat. Chode. Listen, I am a uh, a sponsor, a, a spokesman for KFC, and I'm thinking about opening up my own franchise in, in Georgia. But yeah, I can do look at the new chili dog, and and yeah, that does kind of look hey, like a fat chode. Why don't you talk about the old Dilly Bar, the classic? Dip it in strawberry. Oh, dip it in chocolate. Dip it in butterscotch. However you want, you know. Uh, John Fremont, aka Grandpa, uh, when he started Excuse this company. Me? Hold on, are you? Do you have this memorized, or are you looking at your hand? Is there ink on your hand? No, no, no. I'm wearing my gloves. Oh, so you I'm, are. Clearly, I don't have any ink. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hurt heel. I don't no, know. those aren't your gloves, but they kind of look like do your you, gloves. Do you just like want me to try to think of facts? Like, I don't know. The <laughs> Red Dairy Queen symbol was introduced in 1958. I mean, like, okay, is here's that the kind I of stuff you don't want from like. Me? Here's what I don't like. You closed your eyes and put two fingers to your brain like yeah. Charles Xavier. As though you were trying to think up that fact off the top of your head, which clearly you memorized for your involvement in the Dairy Queen campaign. I mean, I'm just, I, I do my work. If you hire me, I'm going to do good work for you. <laughs> for what? Okay. I told Vince when he hired me, I go, I'm going to do good work for you. Okay. You know, when I went so, to New Japan, I said, I'm going to do good work for you. And they go, oh, yeah, that's why we brought you here. Suppose I hire you. Okay. As, clear out the Dairy Queen. What do you Queen. want me to do? I'll break through any kind of wall and I'll tell I people want, about it. I want you to promote my old comedy band, The Shock Tees. Okay. 
All right, here we go. Imagine uh, some people are at a table and uh, and they have in a Dairy Queen. Uh, I mean, ideally, yes. Okay, because you liked filming there before. Ideally, yes. Okay, you know, maybe they're uh, enjoying uh, a small Sunday or maybe the two piece chicken strip meal. Who knows? <laughs> I recommend the ranch sauce. Anyway, Zesty anyway, queso. they're they're sitting there and they got they got uh, their headphones on and they're just talking and they're listening to the shock tees, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, boom! Wall goes broken down. Wait, why do they have headphones on? It's just playing everywhere. Fine. Okay. It's okay. Just playing it's playing. Everywhere. Okay. And then and then boom! I kick the wall open and people go, "Oh, AJ Styles." They go, "Oh, is that Tyler Patterson?" <laughs> no, no, they know it's me because okay. they all they're I mean they're, they're aware. Fans. Okay. Yeah. And they, oh my God, AJ Styles, and I go, "Hey." Who has who dares listen to the shock tees without inviting me, AJ Styles, their number one fan. Is that the same template as the Dairy Queen commercial almost exactly? Uh All right, fine. What about this? Um picture people are are at a table. Are they at a Dairy Queen again? Uh yeah, they're okay. eating uh you know some uh some <laughs> regular fries, maybe having any size misty slush. Stop being so controlling over what they're eating. Just let them eat what they want. And they're just like they're just talking back and forth like how much was that? And they're like $4, silly. How much was yours? And they're like $4 obviously. Anyway, uh and then they're listening to music obviously. and they're just like what is this song about the last guy to buy DVDs? Thank you. And then, boom, I come through the wall and I go, you just got shocked by the shock tees. Hey, that's then, a good second draft of the yeah, same idea yeah, you just yeah, pitched yeah. me. So, you know, that's just... But again, you're not doing ads. I'll I'll be back another week. I'm so sorry to bother you All guys. right, one quick right. question. Yeah, 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 go What's ahead. What's your favorite um, item to order from Dairy Queen? And I want to know the price. Pardon me? Oh, did you forget all of a sudden what? what your favorite item from Dairy Queen is? No. Why would I why would I forget that? I gotta say, Sarah, if we're talking favorite item, and I might be cheating here, but I'm gonna go with the three piece chicken strip six dollar meal deal. <laughs> I think you know how much it costs. I just said it. <laughs> Thanks, AJ. Keep Styles. it simple, stupid, you know? All right, there goes wow, AJ. That was Styles. a real P one moment for me in a way. Unbelievable. Phenomenal. Unbelievable. Did that DDP yoga get you ready for uh for the likes of AJ Styles on this podcast. I got to tell you, he really makes some interesting fun choices. He calls this one pose that Adrian Yoga with Adrian oh, I think calls you're talking stirrup about AJ. pose. No, 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 DDP. Yeah. She calls it stirrup pose. It's kind of like a happy baby pose. He calls it the dead bug position. <laughs> the dead body position. No, the dead bug position. The final pose, the resting pose I is bet, the corpse pose. I wonder if there were but I don't know I what gotta, he calls I, it. I gotta watch this. I gotta. Or, well, I'll do it. We're I'll gonna get. It. We're gonna get the app, and we're gonna we're gonna purchase DDP Yoga. I think. I think we're a DDP Yoga household now. I did one. Does one DDP Yoga class? There you go. All right, Sarah. We go is brought to you by me. I was drinking water. Sarah, water. I love it. It's so delicious. That's my impression of you, Sarah. This weekend, uh, we are being treated to an NXT takeover, but not just any takeover in your house. (laughs) Here, yes, Marty. I don't think we have the room. Uh, We're going. Well, we're going to have to make the room because. Uh, it is it is uh, once again time for an NXT takeover, which I usually uh, those are f- fantastic. Are they going to make the WWE roster sit and watch? And are they going to be on Zoom calls from their houses? Are they going to be reacting in the corner like those Japanese oh, who's game cheer? shows? Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying who's going to cheer for them? Who's going to cheer for them? And will they be at home on Zoom calls or will they be in person behind the plexiglass? That's a good question. I think uh, I think plexiglass is the new normal. I think it'll be there. Don't say the new I, the normal. New normal. <laughs> I fucking can't these, believe I said the new normal in, uh, these, in these. Here's my favorite one to say. Do you remember precedented times? <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. That's pretty fun. Hey, back in precedented times when we went to Disney World and NXT yes. and AEW all in the same week. Uh, that was the last hurrah. The glory days. But this Sunday is NXT TakeOver in your house. We're going to play a little How Do You Want This To Go. Yes. First of all, do you think they're going to break out the old... 
in your house set. I hope so, or at least a version of it. You could really give some out-of-work set designers sure. some work, but probably WWE has their people that could just whip it right up. I want a documentary about the prop makers for my favorite shows, sure. including the mini golf show, which isn't a favorite, but I'm Holy curious. Moly. Holy moly. Uh, anything WWE. Saturday Night Live. And Saturday Night Live. Yes. And then from there, you know. We talked about this. No I remember, one else. I remember talking about this. Yeah. They could do a couple things because obviously if they're in the performance center, NXT's been doing a full sale, I think. So who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah we've been there. We have been there. And it's a small place. I don't think you can get that big set in there. I mean, they could kind of. Well, you could. Or. Oh, yeah. Here's the other thing, though. Uh, and let's just get into it. They could it. have it at Disney. No, they don't need to do it at Disney because they can do it outside because they're doing the backlot brawl with Adam Cole what and the they... Velveteen Dream for the NXT title. We saw a video recently yes. about. Okay, I'll put this in my How Do You Want This to Go? Just skip it. Just okay. don't let me forget. What? Just do it. Okay. It's okay. Give me. Uh, well, I need to know which match I'm gonna. I want to put in there. Put into what? My idea. Uh, so we'll do. We're gonna do the rundown, right? Yeah. I'm saving my idea, and it'll be worth it, and everyone will love well, it. Well, I mean, the NXT Championship match is what's called a backlot brawl. Okay. Which I assume might be Hollywood Studios. I think it's gonna be reminiscent. Oh, do it at Hollywood Studios. It might be reminiscent. Do it at Hollywood Studios in Toy Story Land and have a lot of props and gimmicks that are like the, you know, chess pieces and like the, the Toy Story size stuff. Okay. Remember yeah. Toy Story Land? Sure. Yeah. You're, you're little in there. Yeah. Everything's big. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if with Adam Cole and, and, and if anybody else was yonced when they saw uh, Prince in the Mirror when Velveteen Dream was asking <laughs> who was going to win. I was was like, it the what? same guy that was um, the Dr. Pepper Prince? <laughs> No. You know how Dr. Pepper had that campaign where it was like, <laughs> that was the guy from American Idol. Was it? Yeah. Uh, I thought that it was like from a. From Kelly to Just, Justin Guarini. That's Justin Guarini. No. Yeah. That's Justin Guarini. Excuse me? Yes. Okay, I'm having a macho man Slim Jim guy moment where I thought that they just hired a guy that was supposed to be doing Prince. No. And that's that Justin that was Guarini. his job. No. Damn. Yeah. But I assume they P2 hired two moment I for assume, this episode. I assume they hired a Prince impersonator. I don't know. Yeah. Again, very yonst when I saw that. But we got Adam it was, Cole. It was Jason Cade's friend. Maybe. Uh, Jason Cade, the man who's literally everywhere in pro wrestling. It's uh, getting annoying. Uh, I I think he's a bad heel, and I don't like him. Here's the question. <laughs> Here's the real question. Will Jason Cade be in the crowd at NXT in your house this Sunday? I kind of hope so. Yeah. I'm a fan of his heelish antics. We'll go with that. So we've got Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream. Backlot Brawl. Will it look like Goldust and Roddy Piper? Will it look like... Who I knows? Really, who knows what it'll look like? My How Do You Want This To Go is still Toy Story Land, okay. and I want some appearances by Disney cast members who seem to have taken violent sides. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where it's like one's either undisputed era or one is Velveteen. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I, yeah, I guess I could see that for Goofy. So how do you how do you want it to go? Who's going to win this match? Oh, you know, honestly, whatever best furthers the storyline, mm -hmm. I just want Disney to be like, fuck it. We're going all in on wrestling. This hole in your house is in our house, Disney World, and you're going to see all my choices based around that. I wonder if the loser goes to Raw or SmackDown because I heard they moved Riddle. They moved Dijakovic. I think it's starting on Raw. I think it's time for a switch up. I'm really wondering if Vince falls in love with uh, Donovan Dijakovic. I wouldn't be surprised. I've been kind of waiting for that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that, there are certain guys who, when they get called up, it's like the Austin Theory thing to me, it's like, of course, Austin Theory. Yeah. The Angel Garza thing kind of like, I'm like pleasantly surprised that Vince was like, Ugh. Doesn't Austin Theory remind you a little bit of how much he liked... Which name do I use? Pack. <laughs> Pack. Who he like? Who he's when, like? like? Like where he just suddenly was like you and gave him like the kind of mighty mousy, you know, like, like it was just like a young, fresh faced guy. Like when Shazam? He first, yeah. <laughs> like a boy who becomes a man? Yeah. Where he just plucks one guy and then we'll see. It'll be interesting to see where Austin Theory goes from here to the moon. But I, I would be very interested in if, if Velveteen Dream does win Adam Cole, I would love to see all the Undisputed Era guys go to... It would That'd leave, be, that would shake things up. It would shake things up. And and I'll, I'll be honest, this of any other NXT TakeOver, I'm like the most kind of out of the loop uh, or the most like I'm not just kind of like, okay, great. I mean mm -hmm. like God, I remember some of those NXT takeovers, especially the ones that were on Saturdays before the, the WWE well, pay-per-view. It really 
just sucks these days not being able to have that crowd because there was a moment that i'll never forget when we were watching at all state and it was that tyler Bate, pete dunn pete dunn match where all of a sudden it was like a fever pitch of Mm -hmm. like the cheering was just building and building and then we all knew it and then we all cheered louder and it was like you could feel them feel it and it just fed into this beautiful loop watch all those old shoot interviews i'm I'm like it's it's i watch best 999 in the business a lot yes oh man you gotta get you gotta get a high spots account if you like shoot interviews it's unofficial sponsor but uh I was watching the one with Robert Fuller where he was talking about flair and he was just like, I didn't think the crowd could get any hotter. And then Rick's like, all right, ready to kick it into high gear. And then he's like, I was just like, well, it's not going to get better than that. And, or like I've heard other guys, that's the thing where it's like some of these other guys were just like, this is the most applause I've ever gotten. uh, And they're just like, don't worry, wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Go. You know? And it was just like, I love hearing about like people being like, I was like, uh, I think I know what I'm doing. Then they get in the ring with somebody and they're like, oh my God, I had no idea that you could do that. And those moments where you just can't really recreate how special it was. Uh, and it doesn't really matter the crowd size. Steve Carino uh, has some interviews. He had his, I think it's like old school, going old school or something like that with Carino. And uh, he was, I forgot who he was interviewing. And he was talking about how he did his first, like he was in his first like kayfabe locker room where he looked around and he's like, where's the guys were wrestling? <laughs> and I forgot who his partner was, but he's like, this was like before ECW Steve Carino. And he's like, where's our, where, where we got to go over the match, right? And the guy goes, look around. And he looks around and he goes, ah, this is all baby faces. And he goes, yep. And he goes, they're in another locker room. And he goes, yep. And he's like, oh, my God, that's so cool. And he goes, when are we going to go over the match? And he's like, have where's you... the secret hallway? He goes, have you ever called a match before? And he goes, yes. And then he goes, no. <laughs> and he was like, oh, cool. And he goes, all right, well, just keep your ears open out there. And then they got in the – I wish I knew all the other people in this. They got in the ring and the tag team they were wrestling – uh, Pretty Kare- seasoned, right? Carino, everybody was seasoned vets except Carino. And then he says to the tag team, he goes, "Hey, guys, Carino's never been in a uh, called a match in the ring." And they were like, "Oh boy!" <laughs> and he said they had the they had the best match ever. And he was just like, "Okay, now I understand." So I think a lot of wrestling is like that, from what I understood. I've heard women in the locker room talking about how they always thought they couldn't do a moonsault, and then yeah. the first time they do it, or a pile driver, or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, "I never did it before," and then I did it in the ring, and once I did it once, I could mm-hmm. always do it and that just fascinated me where it's just like yeah a lot of this is call it in the ring and i think that's why it's so exciting and why you can't be like oh wrestling's fake it's like well sometimes it's just a bunch of pieces pulled together that are very athletic and impressive we have an nxt women's championship at disney remember no no this is this is Oh well, I guess if in it's my like version, it's all. Oh Disney. my god, the, I'm so sorry. This is how do you want this? How to go? How do I want this to go? Uh, Champion Charlotte defense in a three way with Rhea Ripley and Io Shirai. Okay, this one takes place in the haunted mansion. Of course, anything that gets broken, they were planning on redoing anyway. Yes, but I just love the idea of women hopping on and off the carts and sometimes you're like well we're riding together and then they like throw each other into the haunted dance area the graveyard music is playing nobody has any licensing issues and then at the end they do a cool thing where uh they have these ghosts like hologram in the mirror to follow you home Mm -hmm. but what they do instead is they have the belt for the winner because they obviously the pinnings happened and then you know whoever it is Mm -hmm. gets in the cart it's probably charlotte will be you know yeah honest to what i'm thinking you think so yeah i do okay what do you think well it is a three-way yeah i think you're right so she the ghosts show up and they're like woo and then they hold down a ghostly belt but when she reaches up to take the belt back Mm -hmm. it becomes real and it's kind of like whoa that was kind of a cinematic masterpiece and then this is where it gets a little ham-fisted but it's how i want this to go it kind of like transitions over her and then there's like an animated drawing of charlotte like in the disney style of like the old like not old but you know the hand-drawn animation and she kind of does like a little bit that's clearly pre-recorded but very well animated about being the champion and kind of cuts a promo as a cartoon okay it's in my house my kids want to see the sunday morning funnies a dj (laughs) sure uh we have tommaso ciampa against carrying cross with scarlet okay this is the one 
that I was saving this the This isn't in the Haunted Mansion? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. So the idea that I had earlier that made this whole thing be at Disney so I could pay off this one idea, mm-hmm. it's in the Carousel of Progress. Okay. <laughs> and the Carousel of Progress needs an update. Yeah. So they're like, just go balls the wall like you guys can do whatever you want we need to redo this whole thing anyway and we'll kind of work around whatever you do but basically they program it so that a guy can control the guy that's like telling the old story so he's kind of like making his comments and he can't move so he's kind of sitting there being like oh be careful everybody and then they just like kind of join forces and beat the shit out of him a bunch because like in this carousel progress the guy does a lot of like oh the old ball and chain is kind of like real shitty about his wife so every time he does that the match stops and they just go and then they like fight through and they play the carousel progress you go to the next decade and each time the animatronic says something kind of shitty to his wife they beat him up and then move on and then at the end the winner is like progress okay i'll take it it's so funny to me and i think if I'm not being too bold, the Disney fans out there are going to love it. All you Disney buddies, enjoy that one. <laughs> NXT North American Championship. I think this is going to be the match I'm most looking forward to. Okay. Uh, Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano. Yeah, I think that one's going to be real good. I love big guy, small guy matchups. Yeah. Or like, you know, the big guy can't just mow over the little guy. And do you know where they do this one? Where? On that big giant stage in front of Cinderella's castle in Magic Kingdom. (laughs) And they have like all the pyro, all the... And this is like the big match that they do at night. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like... cinematically you can do this yeah it goes from late afternoon through twilight and then the match ends at night and when keith lee wins (laughs) the castle lights up beautifully in whatever colors he wants it to yeah because you know how they do the icicles for like frozen and they do a big castle evening they do that but for keith lee and it's kind of this like amazing celebration and also they let Anyone who wants to come, as long as they're socially distant, stand in that general stage area. Okay. So there's kind of a lot of people there, and you really do get those cheers, and it was a special thing that everyone was allowed to do during this crazy time. All right. Uh, two more matches. Oh, and they all sing at the end. Of course. The audience all like, yeah. when you wish. There's a ball Keith on Lee's the words. Yeah. I'm crying. It's and in my house. With his beautiful voice, he's just like really <laughs> yeah. bringing it. He like has when that. When you wish. Oh, there's safety in his tones. So good. <laughs> uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. <laughs> How are they going to follow that? I mean. That's the closer. What okay. we've just gone over. Oh, okay. You're closing um, with the NXT North American Championship. <laughs> sure. closing with it because. No, I get it. And they're, they're going to do they're, the fireworks show. I Get but it. instead of the Disney fireworks show takes like quotes from Disney movies and mm-hmm. kind of repurposes them. You saw it with the Star Wars. They're yes. like kind of make you feel. Yeah. We do it with Keith Lee in the Indies moments. Yeah. And even there's an interview with me and him at yeah. AEW that kind of is like a little like, wow, that was prophetic. Yeah. But like, you know, whatever. Uh, what was this match again? Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. That's right. Finn Balor versus Damian Priest is going to take place in... The Epcot Ball is another one, the through history that Mm -hmm. needs a renovation. So they get to kind of fight through, but any of the history that's like questionable or kind of whitewashed, they get to like bat and just take care of that. And then it ends when they're in that beautiful, beautiful galaxy and there's a pin. But who's going to win? I don't know. I don't have an opinion. I think I want Finn Balor to win. Because I think he could have a really cool, like, in the darkness, big... Cl- he could end up, you know, yeah, being the demon. I almost said the fiend. How embarrassing oh is that? Oh, my God. You're going to lose your pro wrestling podcast card. My card. Uh, and, you know, I need to get it renewed, but the offices are closed right this, now. This is going to be a fun one. Six-woman tag team action. Mia Yim, Tegan Knox, and mm-hmm. Shotzi Blackheart versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. I cannot pick a winner in this. I have friends and fans on both sides. Where's it going to happen? Okay, yeah, that's the important thing. That's the important thing. Animal Kingdom hasn't been visited yet. It's going to (laughs) be taking place up that giant tree. There's going to be a lot of acrobatics. Honestly, it's going to feel like the dome part of Ultimate Tag. Yeah. Which I need to watch from last week because I fell asleep during it. Um, But yeah, it's going to be whoever wins in a very Swiss Family Robinson style way makes it to the top of the tree and... uh, it's kind of beautiful looking out over the parks, too. 
There you go. Sarah, AEW announced that Fighter Was Fest, that all of it? That was great. Yeah, that's it. I missed that show already. <laughs> yeah, well, it's going to be this Sunday, and hopefully it, it's... That's the thing. When you do, how do you want this to go? I and, book myself and too high. You, you know, you book yourself too high, and then we try to watch, and we're like, that was fine, but it wasn't... Hey, shoot for the moon. Even if you miss, you'll land among the star superstars. There you go. <laughs> WWE superstars. Uh, AEW announced that Fighter Fest is going to be a two-week pay-per-view on TNT. Pay-per-view two week? quality match. They're going to do week? two weeks. They're going to do July first, twenty-four-seven. No, July first. Then they're going to take uh, seven days off, mm-hmm. and then they're going to come <laughs> back on July eighth. Uh, it's going to be on TNT. That sounds great. They said it's a little thank you from AEW. Uh, looks like we're going to have John Moxley versus Brian Cage for the AEW Championship. I think they're doing uh, best friends are getting a title shot against Hangman and Kenny. Curious if the Young Bucks and FTR, if that's the first match or not. We'll see. Do you think they could... Do, I was trying to think of if they could put a bunch of screens in and we could all watch from our houses. But from the shows that I've seen where people do that, it's a little chaotic and, and you kind of can't do it well. What do you mean? A screen? Have a Zoom call with like 3,000 people. Oh. And it's just... You know, yeah. it's not going to... But one can dream. I just want to be at a show again. Uh, hey, guys. I don't mean to uh, interrupt too much. <gasps> hey, w. Don! Uh, first of all, I want to thank all the... Uh, <laughs> I the, didn't know you were going to come back. They're called buddies. The bu- I want to thank the yeah. buddies for uh, accepting old uh, old Don here. Don, I'm going to tell you something. Yeah? It feels like I met you 3,000 years ago. <laughs> well, maybe you have. Uh, who's to say... Did you guys see uh, Colton Jericho over the... Uh, yeah, the other night? that, that was, was a great pretty match. cool. Very cool. Hey, A.W. Don. Yeah. What do you think about Colt Cabana's gear? Oh, let me tell you what. Whoever made that, ah, chef's kiss. Can I tell you something? You going to blow my mind? Colt Cabana made that gear by himself. Get the FTR out of here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Oh, my God. What do you think about Britt Baker's new freaking gimmick? Let me tell you Rolls what. Rolls Royce. Let me tell you what. She's got uh, She's got the, the wheelchair. Love it. Then she got that little that little uh, that little guy you drive around, you know, uh, on like a. She, well, she's got Rebel to drive it, <laughs> but you know, I, I'll take that ride any day of the week. Uh, yeah, don't, don't, don't 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 uh, don't forget I'm a, a, a red blooded American. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know it's 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 a good deal. It's a good. Uh, I love I love it. I love Tony Schiavone getting involved, and he made her uh, go up that up that ramp. Yeah, you know, pretty wild. But she's lifting weights, and in my head, I go. I know you can lift more than that. Yeah. Oh. And you know you can you lift know more you than can. that. She's got very strong arms and shoulders. The but, first time I saw Fire and Ice, which you wouldn't know about this, what's this was Fire back and Ice? In Shimmer. Oh, I thought you meant literally Fire and Ice. I'm like, mm, okay. Yeah. No. Too dangerous. Um. It's she a, and Chelsea Green, team. who's a wrestler. NXT. Yeah. I've heard. Formerly or currently? Currently. Currently. Yeah. Okay. I've heard. Few. Um, they were a tag team together at Shimmer, and they were so... And they were called Fire and Ice? Fire and Nice. Oh, Fire and Nice. Nice. Who was Fire and who was Nice? Uh, <laughs> couldn't tell you. Yeah. And I'm you, a bad... I'm going to get wonder. my wrestling card taken away. Makes you wonder. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking. I'm, As I'm, Maroon 5 famously said, it really makes you wonder. I'm going to take your word for that. I, <laughs> I do not uh, celebrate their catalog that much. <laughs> I enjoyed. The- Whose catalog do you celebrate? Me? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like uh, little guns. Mm-hmm. I like little crew. What if I told you uh, Jericho has a rock band named Fozzie? Shut the front door. Have you listened to them? Judas in my mind is Fozzie's song. Oh, I'm become, I'm become, I'm become. Yeah, okay. I'll, I get it. <laughs> that does sound like him. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I understand. Sammy does it great. It's you know, speaking of Sammy. I look, and maybe I'm just poking my nose where it don't belong <laughs> in booking committees where and whatnot. It don't be done. I'm thinking we're going to get Jericho and Sammy against Orange Cassidy and uh, Iron Mike Tyson. You know, I would love. You would love to see it. Yeah, I like. And no, that's I want one- to. Hmm? I do. I want to see it. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do too. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> and I'm just saying, this is just what one one you know. Uh, the heart wants what it wants. Yeah. I'm American electrical worker once, you know. You know, it's yeah. just a little wish American from electric. one measly American electric worker. I want to see Chris Statlander again. I missed her this week. Yeah? Yeah. What do you think about aliens? 
I believe they do exist, <laughs> and our government is not telling us about it. No, they tried to tell us about it. Remember, like, two months ago? They tried to be like, oh, the Pentagon has this oh, footage. Oh, and everyone man. just was like... I forgot. Ah. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> this has been a wild yeah. year. Eh, I think know. we're all growing you leaps know. and bounds, Don. I b- believe Don. Sometimes I feel like the alien around here. Hey, you know I'm I mean? glad you're uh, you're an alien, and I'm glad I know you. <laughs> Did you see uh, Cody get a little... Uh, hold on. I know the word for it. Get a little color gigged. on uh, dynamite. Yeah, was that gigged or was that uh, the what is it the difficult way? No, the hard way. Hard way. Mm, I don't know what. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, the. I guess I have to get a subscription to uh, the Dave the Dave Meltzer Observer. Are we going to talk about? Um, I'm talking to Marty. The um, gigging that went on in Hometown Heroes. Heroes. We will. Of Bur- we, okay, will cool. we will get. Don't to forget that. that. We will. Oh, I know what's happening here. Sarah's jumping ahead in the show. A.W. Don, are you a fan that much that you know I always try to do this? I've been listening. Hey, Marty was guilty of it when I ran one thing once, so I get it. It's all something we can relate to. Listen, I want to, but the last thing, and then I'm going to get out of here. No, stay as long uh, as you want. We mentioned Cody. Big, big shout out. Hats off to, to Lil Jack Perry. He did a good job <laughs> in that match. Jumping, jumping Jack Perry. Jungle isn't, Boy Jack Perry. Isn't that, doesn't JR sometimes call him Jumping Jack Perry? You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb here and go, you're goddamn right. He probably <laughs> I feel does. Like he, he has before, maybe. You're goddamn right. He and probably not, does. And if not, he has that cadence where it's always a little longer. He never yeah. says Jungle Boy. It's always like Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Look, I don't want to hijack this podcast and people think, uh-oh, Tony Khan sent, uh, sent uh, an American electrical worker Nathan's over to Marty and Sarah. Nathan's jealous that you have been featured so much. He can't get a word in lately. Well, uh, you know, what can I say? Yeah. Uh, sometimes the pipes flow with you. Sometimes they flow against you. Yeah. <laughs> they do say that in the AEW. All right, I got to get out of here. Bye, Don. All right, there it goes. What a gem, Marty. We really <laughs> discovered a gem last week. Was that last week? Crazy. It was. Oh, my God. Uh, it Ten really years was. Ago. Uh, they're doing uh, drive in wrestling shows? I've heard tell of a drive in wrestling show, but when I asked for details, I think we just moved the conversation along. Oh, so I, I thought... didn't want to push it if it was secret, but no, there is going to be one, but I'd love details. I thought that was something, uh, you know, it's going to be great with that. I think I meant to follow up and then I just sent you the notes without is following up. Cars can honk their horns, like when the baby face is making a comeback. Because that was like when they did those, they used to do those. Uh, AW Road Wild or Hog Wild. They used to call it Hog Wild, but Harley sued them, so they call it. Uh, um, I hope Road Wild and they would have um, it was at a motorcycle the yeah. biggest motor and they would rev up when guys would make their comebacks I hope uh, anyone going to this drive-in show that I'm fascinated with yeah, and want to know more us. about um, I hope that they think to bring things like pots and pans to clang with you know like I love a sound of a, a wooden spoon bang in a pan in support of a every show. Night. <laughs> we hear it every night here at 8 o'clock. <laughs> Is that why I'm so like, yep. <laughs> I'm going to hear that for years and be like, ah, the inside dogs. Uh, it's all set up on the... Uh on the on the stove if you wanna <laughs> if you wanna go get it here go go get it Sarah's gonna go get we've got a uh, uh, a pot and a uh, a wooden spoon there you go all right you just fr- frightened DJ I don't even know where Peter is we've been real cat lucky here but uh, that is uh, that's one of Sarah's favorite noises now Sarah you mentioned <laughs> I felt like so naughty doing it at you mentioned nine twenty three instead of eight p.m. yeah. You mentioned a documentary that we watched this past weekend, which brings us to this segment of the show. Martin Sarah loves wrestling. Does not have an S. This has been a public service announcement that it's Marty and Sarah love wrestling with no S. All right, Shucky. We went down. (laughs) That's hockey with an S before it. It is. We went down a little, uh, a little documentary rabbit hole. Weekend wormholes with Marty. Oh, the best. We get we get on Amazon. I feel like we get the most out of Amazon Prime. I think or, out of our apps, we go we go the most distance. I would say probably YouTube's number one, sure. but Amazon Prime, we've really learned to navigate. You, the um, customers also watched, yes. is like a godsend if you find... Listen, here's what you do. Get yonced. Get with someone you love or some uh, or, or some of your, your, set up a your Zoom bros, call with a your gals, whatever, and 
go on Amazon and find a real bad movie, mm-hmm. watch the trailer, and then go to customers also watch. Or a movie that you're interested in that doesn't have a lot of stars. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, then hit that customers also watch tab. We somehow got into the uh, wrestling documentaries. Um, Lots of documentaries of one day at an indie show are yes. available on Amazon Prime, which to a lot of people, maybe not so interested, to us, fascinating. So we watched uh, little bits and pieces, and some we watched the whole thing. Uh, Underdogs, which is a documentary about a fed in Jersey, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're looking at the, all the wrestlers, and we're like, we got to know some. And these are all these are mostly from like five... 10 years ago. Yeah, like when it was pretty easy to have a camera that looked decent. Yes. And but we're not looking, like great. And and this show like they booked New Jack and Snitsky and they <laughs> and we, this was interesting too because Mikey and, and Black Label, Mikey Blanton, he doesn't give speeches before the show, does he? No. Uh and and there's not really speeches at Freelance, there's not really speeches A-E-W. at AAW. AAW, sorry. And uh Resistance Brother used what to I a love, lot of speeches. What I love is uh and Colt would talk about this on The Art of Wrestling a lot, where he'd have other wrestlers and they'd be like, Remember when we were doing that indie and the owner was like going on and a big speech and they would just like lock eyes with each other and be like because here's what happened. This is just a theory, but I think this is what it is. In Beyond the Mat, Paul Heyman gives this real heartfelt speech. And I think that was like where everybody's like, got to give speeches, got to give big, long speeches. Aww, that's like really sweet that they, that's where the motivation came from. They always ask like wrestlers, they're like, you know, I don't know if it was Terry Funk maybe. And they're like, what did you think when he would give those speeches? And he's like, well, I thought it was nice. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, I, I kind of laughed a little bit, but I thought it was nice. I just had such a funny way into wrestling because I was working at Resistance Pro pretty early on in my days as a wrestling fan. Yeah. So things would happen where they'd gather everyone around for a speech or there'd be like the locker room. And mm-hmm. I just kind of had to, by sight and with Zach Thompson's great yeah. help, learn how to like navigate. And I remember they would call for these speeches and I'd was like, I guess I'll treat it like school. So I'd sit yeah. right in the front and try to give like encouraging so eye contact. <laughs> but we watched, uh, so underdogs, uh, and we're looking in the crowd and we're like, we got to know one of these guys now. And you see <laughs> little baby Jordan Oliver. Tiny Jordan Oliver. Jordan Oliver from four or five or six years ago. Yeah. And uh, we took a screenshot and I sent it to him. And he was like, wait, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, how often is it that somebody sends you a photo of yourself from like five years ago that's like, on TV. Yeah. That was a fun thing to be able to share. I also uh, have been doing time hop memories of wrestling Ooh, shows to people. Nice. So I sent one of uh, Ethan Page with his ass out. Okay. Why not? From a couple years ago. Oh, why not? And he put out a vlog that we're in recently. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Alabama Outlaws. This was the one we watched this the whole thing. This was my favorite documentary. I, th- I think if you want a gentle wrestling documentary... Alabama Outlaws. That's a real snapshot in time. A real snapshot in time. Uh, they bring in some big names. We're talking Bullet Bob Armstrong and the Iron Sheik, so you know they are not fucking around. So who are the biggest <laughs> names for me? <laughs> for you? I became the oh, biggest fan of Peggy the Lee Leathers and, and Bambi. And Bambi. Such Sarah. they put on a great match. And Bambi is a freaking face for the ages. Yeah. She looks just like Sweet D from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And but like utter face, and she's got those big Barbie bangs from the eighties, mm-hmm. where it's like half your head is bangs. Her and Peggy Lee both had that both haircut. had those. Oh, beautiful! And then Bambi's just ardently talking to the camera. I called her like like nineteen nineties Kylie Ray. Let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you think she was working everybody when she was selling her ribs after her match, or do you think she was genuinely hurt? That's a great question. I think that it was a little a little column A and a little column B. Okay. Because I think sometimes for a wrestler, and I'm just guessing, if you kind of hurt something a little bit and also want to process the match, mm-hmm. maybe it's helpful to just like tend to your injury or sell a little bit, like yeah. to get that moment of like kind of peace. Especially if like someone's filming you, like maybe she didn't want to be filmed at that yeah. moment, or maybe she was playing all of us. Like, <sighs> and I love she was, had such a great presence. If you watch this. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, Bullet Bob Armstrong has a Halliburton 
opened up and i imagine he had his like headshots and his eight by tens in there that he was selling it was real fun to see uh the iron sheik had those weights on the oh, duct tape that made me weights. very nervous that was the climax of the documentary for me was i was really nervous that his duct tape weights would break and hurt a fan uh yeah so sarah will will do some more uh investigating into uh i'm very interested and, yeah. in peggy lee leather i've been dming people a little yeah. bit to be like i gave you a little i gave you a little lead and on some stuff yeah you're, you're checking it out yeah so um, Feel free if you want to talk about Bambi and or Peggy Lee Leather. If you've the, seen matches, if you know about them. There's the Ooh. the Wendy's manager. The Wendy's manager filming at yeah. Wendy's. And then they have Just a the Wendy's. old guy who's the promoter of the show. That yeah. old, he's like putting up the signs on the side of barns and, he's like, well, and stuff. Well, you know, they don't like you doing it on telephone poles. Yep. But sometimes you just got to put them up on old abandoned barns. I just felt like it was such a... Yeah, it was like a Jane Austen movie, ver- like those miniseries, like Downton yes. Abbey, were not a. T- the stakes aren't super high, no. but it's very like but it's high poignantly. To them. Yeah, and it was so funny because you could just I, smell the gym there. I love because I've been watching a lot of like Continental and a lot of uh, pro wrestling this week with uh, Gordon Soli, your favorite Sarah, <laughs> and uh, and Joe Petticino. And my my favorite old '80s wrestling trope are hillbillies calling other hillbillies hillbillies i love it <laughs> so favorite. much i love when like a redneck comes on he's like i can't believe i'm around all these disgusting rednecks and it's like <laughs> if you sat down i would not know that you were the wrestler it's so funny like that this guy gross town oh my god i can't wait to leave this town and they're like Ronnie, you fucking live here, dude. Yeah. Shut up. I'm going back to Hollywood, California. <laughs> and it's like, no, you're not. You no, live you're here. Not. Dude. You sound like everybody here. It's and it's so always, good. I love it, too. It's, it's an extra bonus for the bingo yes. if they have bad teeth. Well, and they're like, everyone here has got big buck teeth. And you're yeah. like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, or I see you all staring at my perfect teeth, jealous. You went to the dentist once in your life. It's like, oh, dude. I feel like you're. Uh, there's a reason you know so much about this. So after I realized how much you enjoyed Alabama Outlaws, I we thought, were having such a fun. I said movie to myself, day. let's really show her a wrestling documentary. <laughs> Uh, so we went over to the High Spots Network. Best night in the business. We watched Heroes of Burke County. Sarah Holy was introduced moly. to Little Donnie, who but steals knew, the show. But I knew Little yes. Donnie. I didn't know but you Little didn't know Little Donnie. Little Little Donnie. And this became uh, a legendary. Uh, Jake Manning put this together. This became a legendary documentary traded around. And then this was the the. Um, Starting point of five dollar wrestling. I want to say, and I say this to you all the time, and you're the the person who hears it the most. I think Jake Manning does such a good job yes. organizing, yes. talking to people, wrestling, coming up with storylines, running a bunch of stuff at high spots. I'm continuously impressed with him, but I'm also too shy to like ever express the amount. Well, so I'll say know. it on the podcast, and someone can tell him. All right, <laughs> um, little Donnie. Uh, first of all, he called a, a cookie sheet. Uh, a, a cookie, cookie dish. Push. A cookie dish. A cookie dish. They were doing some hardcore <laughs> wrestling. They said, what weapons do you like to bring? And he was saying stuff, and then he goes, a uh, cookie dish. And I was like, hold on. Is he talking about a cookie jar or like a plate? Like, what's a cookie we, dish? I, I, knew, I mean, it, we realized like a dollar store cookie sheet. So Sarah starts yeah. messaging people. No, no, no. I put out a tweet. People from the South, do you guys call it a cookie dish? And I, I was, was like, like, no, like a plate you cook cookies on? Yeah. No one knew. It's a little Donnie yeah. original. And now... I think cookie dish is the most fun phrase yes. on the planet. And then everything's I, a cookie dish to me. I My knew, hands. I knew it was coming, but I forgot what a wild scene it is. Uh, there's a scene in the movie where little Donnie needs to blade. <laughs> no. And he gets his blade out and he goes under the ring and tries it's to do so it. Long. He can't get it out of the of the tape. Yeah. And he's and under there for such a long time he and he keeps looking for help at the camera. For Jake. And Jake's <laughs> like, the camera? Well, I can't help you. And then uh, and then eventually he gets it out and he starts cutting his head and Jake's like, you gotta do it again. Jake's like do that freaking Kylo Ren meme. But, but in Jake's defense, wasn't it the perfect amount? It was, but it, it was, was like when he kept saying more and he kept doing it. I'm sure Jake could see that it was like little Not bits doing at a much. time. Yeah. My little heart was just about I to know. fail. I met so many friends I mean, in Heroes of Burke to be County. Fair, to be fair, and this is, I have to warn people, uh, when they get to that scene, 
there will be a clip where Jake shows, I don't know if it's a CZW or an IWA Mid-South match, but somebody slices, I think, Ian Rotten's head open, so I think then it would be IWA Mid-South, with a pair of scissors, and it mm-hmm. is gross. Yeah, gotta, gotta warn everybody, there. gentle souls, be yes. ready to hide your eyes. And uh, But at the same time, the the, promo, the promos in the ring, just the like, woman with the boom box playing the entrance that music. That brought me back to Did backyard you hear me say wrestling. entrance music? The entrance, we had, we had my uh, white uh, portable seat, uh, like a little CD jam box that my mom used to have in the kitchen, but then she upgraded, so I took that one, Ugh, and that was our go-to. I got the old boom box, that too. Was our go-to uh loved it watch it again heroes of burke county and uh last but not oh that is funny though too like i I mentioned pro wrestling this week which is this old show i watch on youtube um and this week that i watched i'm watching all of them but it's just like when one's over i watch another one in one week (laughs) this is like you want to talk about protecting the business I can't believe this. First of all, everyone knew Snooker was a murderer, right? And they're like, the wonderful, heroic Jimmy Superfly Snooker will be here next week. He is a symbol of virtue in the world of professional wrestling. No, they would not. He went so over the top about what a great guy Jimmy Snooker no, is. No, right then, after? Or right? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. Just, you know. Shit was out there, sure. and he and he's like, "What a what a great guy!" It's like, really, why is he uh, in the AWA right now? Because mm-hmm. Vince wouldn't didn't want him around because he was a murderer. Uh, but the other one, and then they go to the next story, and they go, "Hollywood John Tatum, he had a car accident where he killed somebody. He was fucked up at the oh, time." Oh gosh! They mention none of that. They just go, "We wish him a speedy recovery from his what car a crash." Weird, like I'm like. Wow, that is some protecting of the business, I assume. Almost to a fault. Almost to a fault. Now, let's do one last old school. Let's do one last old school. uh, I could do this. A palate cleanser after that one. Uh, We watched Sting the Lost Tape (gasps) on the WWE Network. Sting is so impressive. This is 1995 Sting, still surfer Sting. They're showing him painting his face that was, with such deft, beautiful yeah. skill. And the guy's ta- interviewing him, and he's like, do you know like the design you're making? And he's like, no, I never really know the design. He's like, I kind of got it down. And he then, was so into blue and orange. He said, I'm starting to think I'm just going to keep my colors blue and orange. Everyone seems, Everyone to, seems really to really like, like it. I know I did. You know what's crazy though is that's like one of those color combinations like green and magenta that's yeah. just very pleasing to the eye. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh yeah, cuz Hawkins his gear or I'm sorry, uh Brian Myers gear mm-hmm. is uh, blue and orange as well. You know it'd be a like. funny gimmick for him. What? <laughs> Stinger Brian Myers. Brian Myers. Okay. If he just wanted to re-enter the indies as like a real fun-loving like like you know, like a a Danhausen Dan the Dad like fun-loving yeah. wrestling character, he could be Brian Myers, but spell it like the store and just he works at Myers <laughs> and he wears like the shirt and he's like and just like really and kind of like you could put in, you know, like real pro Michigan like Sure. <laughs> I think he's a hero Michigan needs. But people in Michigan love Myers. I, I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. Uh, also, Macho Man is in this documentary. Yeah, being so fun. So fun. Putting Sting over He's so well. He's kind of like, what do you guys got going on here? And they're like, oh, we're doing a thing on Sting. Oh, let me tell you about Sting. Great guy, great Such guy. Such a fun. I owe him money, I'll never pay it. That way it gives him something to always talk to me about. <laughs> That's a fun, like, they were razzing each other so yeah. well. But I noticed that Sting and Macho Man were really effusive about putting people over and saying who would help them. And I noticed that's something that Stone Cold does. It's something that The Rock does. All the people that you kind of really admire are not real like, when I never knew I was good enough. Oh, Macho goes, oh, this guy's so good. Sometimes we're wrestling and I don't want to. He goes, if we're tag team and I don't want to tag in, I want to keep watching him wrestle. I love that stuff because it never makes them look stupid to put someone over and be nice about it. But I feel like especially in that era, it was a lot harder for people to do. And I was like so happy to see it. It was Again, uh, this was from Slambury 95, where we took on Big Bubba Rogers. They had a fun match. That was a great... I like that combo. Sting was... They had fun matches together. Mm-hmm. I forgot how good Big Bubba or the Big Boss Man, whatever you want to call him, how good he is or was. Uh, they had great chemistry, cool match. Sting's doing splashes off the top. This was like right before the NWO came in, and then he obviously went Crow Sting, but it's like... I'm. I'm watching it and I'm just like, that's that's my sting. Because it's funny because I watch a that's lot of these. my sting. I watch a lot of these. Um, you were seeing gear you'd never seen. Guess Booker. No, I'd seen though. I'd saw All that. of it? I saw, I saw the whole match. 
There was yeah. something that we watched recently where it was gear that you had never seen. It was like maybe bright yellow and you were so excited about it. But maybe. It all runs together. <laughs> but uh, I used to love when he'd wear the yellow pants with the blue boots. Great mm. look. But uh, I think it was uh, Robert Fuller did a guest booker thing and it was like so wild. The Robert Fuller books WCW if Shawn Michaels comes there on high spots is so wild because he books basically he's in the main event angle and he it's all surrounds him and sherry it's so great he like he gifts sherry sean michaels for a present because they're going to get married and then he realizes oh i shouldn't have maybe given her this hot hunk and he's sean still joins the nwo it's so wild wow but they talk about sting and he's like never would have let him go crow sting never would have let him what He's did like, you think of Crowsting? Cool, but also, but like, you also, it's colors. like he couldn't go back to this sting because yeah. this sting was like uh, bigger, younger, stronger, and mm-hmm. and the Crowsting didn't have sting. to be at, basically. Yeah, I mean, he was like massive. This was like, I mean, I think, like I said, I mean, peak sting was probably like ninety. This is like where where like Meltzer go. No, actually, it was like peak sting was like you know eighty nine, ninety. You know. Mm-hmm. It was weird, too, because this was a Sting who was the top guy, and now Hogan and Savage came in. So that kind of – I remember watching being like – it like boom, 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 knocked him down a couple pegs. Yeah. You know, and it was like – and he would be like the U.S. champ or in these feuds with like guys who Hogan already beat and stuff. And it was kind of like, oh, man. And then uh, – so the Crow Sting, I get it, you know, and, and and you know, it's one of those things where he – did for a long time and stuff like that never went back to you know the quote-unquote surfer sting fun boy sting yeah which is interesting like uh, you know or like some sort of hybrid of like dye the long hair blonde i don't know he seems like he was always pretty decent to people i think so yeah i I remember when we went to wrestlemania 33 weekend he was on the first panel that we walked into right after we arrived yeah remember that was rick oh yeah it was jr interviewing flair and sting and and they were talking about their feud i just remember being so starstruck and also so like nervous that i was on a vacation with you and i didn't want to mess it up yeah because people didn't know we were together at that point so we do little sneaky pokes and stuff when we were behind the table with colt oh they all knew i bet that was annoying for colt they all knew (laughs) uh let's do a uh a quick little wrestling encounter and then yeah let's close it down for the week uh hey buddies long time listener first time sender around 2006 or 2007 i attended a tna house show in Kansas City, Missouri. This was around the time TNA used to do these house shows and everybody would rave about them. This one, yeah. like, this was when like AJ was there and Daniels yep. was there and Rhino. I've heard, I've heard of this era. Ameri- uh, uh, beer money, Motor City Machine Guns. They would have these like blowout. Beer everyone's money. like, everyone's like, why can't it all be like the house shows? They're so good. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling had that had they not, you know. Russoed up the Fed and stuff. It would have been way more like AEW. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But I could, I could envision that. that. I think good wrestling is always trying to happen. The same that, as good movies are always trying to happen. But then when yeah. people meddle in them, who have the it money? Was like this was when like people were like really rooting for an alternative from WWE. They're like, please, 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 somebody be good. Yep. Um. Anyway, let's get back to this. Uh, I had been to a few TNA events prior, and they were always an exciting time. They would allow in-ring meet and greets. Uh, that would really make twelve-year-old me mark out this was another yes. thing they do they would let people get in the ring and take photos and i've the seen them do this them. at uh at chimmer but imagine you know uh, uh i mean i guess the number two fa- it's yeah okay of course like it's 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 i guess when you look back it's like it was like a a, a not a big indie fed but like do you remember seeing dina get to go up and take the yes. pictures with all the women all right, let me get back okay, to this. Sorry. We're getting too nostalgic. We're so nostalgic. Uh, so anyway, it would make 12-year-old me mark out. Of the two times I participated, I was able to get in the ring with Kurt Angle, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe. This story, however, is about some quality heel work done by the Dudleys that scared me shitless. <laughs> when Devon walked by me, I reached out and lightly slapped him on his baby-oiled-soaked biceps. Devon began to berate me for what felt like three minutes about how I should never have laid hands on him. Oh, my god! Twelve-year-old me was absolutely shook. I had <laughs> Devon screaming in my face. Till this day, it's one of my favorite live event moments, and I still don't know how much of it was heel work or how much of it he was really upset. Thanks for doing the pod. It keeps some sanity here in these trying times. 
times. Y'all are just lovely. Best regards, Colin. Oh, Colin. I love that, too, because when you're 12, it's like there's that weird thing of like, am I in trouble? Am I not in trouble? Is this real? Are you enjoying this? Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's like uh, a pretty that's got to be pretty overwhelming because at age 31 or 32, I had Minoru Suzuki get right up in my face and I'll never forget it. And I'll never forget the moment after where you said there was nothing I can do. There was nothing I could do. (laughs) It's interesting reading Colin's uh, encounter made me think about some of the times where I'd be like a little a little shit king at wrestling shows. You said you shows. used to be a little bad boy. Oh yeah, like at the Hammond Civic Center. And also you're too clever. You were probably yelling stuff that was rattling oh, their world. But I wonder if they were like, I like this or like, fuck this kid. I wish I knew. Yeah, I bet it's different for everybody. And especially yeah. like you don't know people's state of mind. Sometimes they've been traveling all day. They're soggy. They're yeah. tired. Sometimes they had a hotel breakfast and got to drive right over. I'll see if I can uh, track down Joey Bags Baglia if he's still <laughs> with us. <laughs> I don't know. I well, don't know. Sarah, we did it. Uh, thank you all for listening. I want to say goodnight to I everybody. would really appreciate that. It's me, Brad, the alien. And I just want to say, sometimes on my planet, stuff gets real crazy. People get wild and aliens get wild. But always, the aliens who are nice to each other are the aliens that sleep better at night and they take better care of the other aliens. So... Just be cool to each other, and Marty, Yeah. drink lots of water, because it's will. so yummy. I love water, and I love you, Brad. I love you, Marty, and I love you, buddies. Bye, buds. This is the MLW Radio Network.